Ultra. Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're preparing to annihilate minute 34, which begins with Gary saying he's lost and ends with Peter telling everyone that Shane Hawkins looks straight through him. Yep. An emotional roller coaster this minute. Yeah. So, so, so this is a callback, right? When, when, uh, when Gary says, I'm confused and Oman says, don't be. Yeah, he says I'm lost, and and Omen says don't be. This was uh, this is a callback to when um, the the opposite happened when Gary said uh, he's back on the bike. What what drug what is bike? what 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 is bike slang for? Bicycle. <laughs> I'm lost. Don't be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so now we're here. It's uh, uh, you know, well, it's a good thing you like the Sisters of Mercy. You still like the Sisters of Mercy, or you you would never sw- you'd never go swimming. And he's like, I'm lost. Don't be. Um, yeah, it's kind of this. Uh, I, I love it. The kind of tit for tat that Gary yeah. and Oman have going on back and forth. Yeah, it's good. I like their energy. I think it's fun. I would. I'd be very down to see Simon Pegg and Martin Freeman reunite in something. Yeah, I think that would be good. Um, I think that would be really good. I like that a lot. Uh, My understanding is that one of them is like the godfather of one of their children. So I think they they do have like a pretty strong personal relationship. Oh, okay. Very much like uh, Martin Freeman's relationship with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Best friends for life. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> of course. Apparently, apparently they're famously like just like, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember reading once that like some article was like, yeah, they're not really that they're not they're not really friends. They're just <laughs> like they just they're just really good actors. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of great. Um so uh uh Shane Hawkins um sure. seems like a missed opportunity for Peter Serafinowitz. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Never thought about that. Yeah. Um, feels like that's who should be playing that role. Uh, but then again, maybe the role is just too small. And so they didn't bother to offer it to him. Cause they yeah. were like, that, there's not a lot here. So yeah, they want to like, be just sort of like a cameo, you know? Right. And maybe that would even set expectations askew. Yeah. Entirely if, possible. If the audience would be like, Oh, that's Peter Serafinowitz. And it's like, Oh, he's really only in that scene. Okay. So uh yeah so this whole this whole bit with um with Shane Hawkins and uh the things that Peter went through I mean it really like tells you a lot about Peter and sure. how bad the bullying was I mean the fact that like he punched him so hard that he dislodged his eyeball <laughs> that's intense that's fucked um, up yeah yeah that's extremely fucked up yeah, and it's no wonder that this man has grown up to be sort of, you know, it, 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 he, he's. Uh, it seems to me that he's uh, he hasn't really dealt with it a lot of this 
in a way because it, it, it seems to have sort of stunted his emotional growth as yeah. a person. Yeah. Not in the yeah, way that, there, that Gary stunted, but in a, in a kind of in a, in a very different way. Yeah. There's a um, there's a, uh, a a moment for uh, Gary where he says, uh, you know, Pete bottling up past trauma can lead to inadequate coping strategies in later life, apparently, um, <laughs> where he's just sort of he's obviously parroting something that he heard um, in therapy. Right. Yeah, Which kind of proves that he's listening in right. therapy. True. Uh, it's just that he keeps thinking he knows better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what I also think is interesting about this moment is that the performance of it feels very Nicholas Angel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's like he suddenly transforms into Nicholas Angel for like a second um, just to get that. <laughs> get that turn of phrase out. But then the idea of like parroting things, uh, and I mean, you know, granted, you know, uh, uh, Nicholas Angel would, would, you know, parrot dogma, you know, he would parrot, uh, sure. uh, police force rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I think that the concept of parroting things is really more of a Sean thing. Uh, cause I, I just remember <laughs> he would, he would always like, you know, like repeating things that people said and and stuff like that um mm-hmm. sometimes without knowing what the meaning of it was sure just sort of liking the way that it sounded or felt right right so uh you know a little bit of a a little bit of a a, a trilogy synthesis there in that moment i guess yeah um on a on a very micro scale but i just thought it was uh interesting to point out but yeah definitely yeah uh, i'm all, i'm also just so in love with Eddie Marsden's tiny moment here at the beginning of the minute where he's like, well, I, I for one, am glad to see the old faces again, where it's just, he's, he, this character is so full of warmth yeah, and good. He's just so happy to be around these, these people again, for all we know, this could be the most fun, the most relaxed he's been in, in years, maybe even decades. Yeah. 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 And then Shane Hawkins shows up. Yeah. Uh, so do you think the, um, the past trauma leading to inadequate po- coping strategies. Like obviously this applies to Peter and what he's going through here, but um, it would also have to apply to Gary because of uh, because he knows it. He knows the the phrase, right? Right. Um, so it's something that's been brought up in therapy. It's some, something that a therapist must've told him mm-hmm. about himself. And so what do you think that past trauma is? Do you think it's the accident? Do you think that that's the thing that he isn't um, that he's bottling up and and uh, isn't isn't coping with and therefore is uh, causing him to have in, inadequate coping strategies now? Sure. I mean, when we if you look at if you look at that accident as being the second biggest night of Gary's life, yeah. the The first night being the Golden Mile, right? The that night could have been. A moment of, you know, it was a fork in the road. Yeah, it seems like the linchpin in the whole group, really. Yeah, of like, oh, wow, the road that I'm going on led to this. Right. So the option could either be, I need to kind of do what Andy did and course correct, kill that part of myself, or let that person grow and become someone else, an adult, deal with my responsibilities, 
deal, accept the stuff that I cannot change, recognize what I can change, you know, that, 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 that whole bit. But I think what he chose to do, or I, I, I can almost imagine the character looking at that fork in the road and being like, oh, the answer is to try and return almost like Gatsby to like go back to the beginning when everything made sense, when everything was right. Mm-hmm. The re- you know, that night, that fork in the road was actually a sign that like, I, I need to make more, I need to build stronger armor. Right. You know? And so the coping, the, 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 the unhelpful, the unhealthy coping strategy is to not grow up, to willfully accept, you know, to, to, to willfully not accept change as it comes or, you know, whether internally or externally and to, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of going back to what, what, what you keep pointing out about how he, um, he seems different than the Gary that we see, the the right. young Gary, right? You know that could you know you could chalk that up to the actor or the performing or the direction. But if you want to kind of take it as gospel or take it literally, it's kind of like he's not even remembering himself correctly anymore. Yeah, where that happens to me sometimes, where I will get caught up sort of looking at the past through rose colored glasses, you know, like, Oh man, that it was, it was better back then. And then I'll, I'll kind of I'll remember like, Oh wait, no, I used to be really, I don't like the way I talked to myself back then. Or, you know, I don't like who I was back then. Actually, I, I, I used to kind of do this differently or I used to treat people differently. And that kind of brings me back to, Oh, okay, cool. The present's cool. <laughs> the, the, the present moment's the best. I should, this, I should focus on this. And, you know, the idea of Gary not even remembering stuff correctly or like he didn't even recognize Shane. He didn't even know he didn't even know what Peter was talking about. Yeah, he has selectively created the perfect version of the past where there was no conflict and no trauma and nothing bad ever happened. Yeah. And Peter remembers it very differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you ever have a bully? Uh, yeah, I had like lowercase B bullies. Mm -hmm. Like I had kids and I don't even, I definitely can't remember their names and I can barely remember their faces. I just remember like their energy of like, oh, those are the kids that will make fun of me or like throw my shit out of my hands or like push me into a locker if I don't avoid them. Right. And I would be like, okay, don't like those dudes, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And and then I'm sure that like subconsciously made me like retreat or like uh, my brother my brother once went in for a, a a side hug once when I was like a teenager or maybe even in like my early 20s you know like ah uh, you know hey man you know and I flinched I subconsciously was like uh, you know uh, yeah and he was like fuck dude like <laughs> are you okay and um and I and, and yeah so I think that did subconsciously kind of. It put a chip on my shoulder and it defined me. I'm like, oh, I think I'm a, a a bullied person. Yeah. I think I'm a person that is bullied. And then in high school, it got better because I sort of developed a stronger sense of self because of, you know, whatever. I had theater. I had my friend group. I, I knew that I was one of many. Sure. And so then when a kid would be like, hey, you look weird or like, no, you know, that's you're not funny or whatever, I would then sort of. I guess my version of Gary King be like, no, actually fuck you or right. I'm going to fuck with you too. Or here's why you look weird. You know, here's why you're a piece of shit, you know? Right. Right. Whereas in middle school, I had a much more Peter of 
like uh, shelter myself, kind of look, don't notice me. I, I, I would run from it or I would hide from, I would hide from it. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I had, I had one, um, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like a dislodge my eyeball kind of bully. Definitely not. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a, um, you know, it wasn't a, a, someone I felt the need to hide from or it wasn't a physical bully. It was definitely more of a, uh, uh, emotional, uh, uh, mental bully. Um, Mm -hmm. he, uh, yeah, he had just, he just decided. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, the reason was because I started dating a girl that he had a crush on and decide and, and decided that I was the enemy. And so for the rest of high school, he just was relentless in his pursuit to prove to everyone that I was an asshole. Um, God. and, and was just, just relentlessly hated me, relentlessly hated me and That's would do everything in his power to embarrass me or, or ruin my good time. Uh, any, any time. Like I remember, I remember I got us, I was in choir, um, because I got kicked out of art class because my art teacher was, um, uh, horrible. Um, uh, and didn't really understand the meaning of art apparently because um, she gave lots of kids failing grades because they weren't good enough at art. Oh no! Um, yeah, she was a miserable woman, uh, and uh, and I I told her off one day and I got kicked out of her class. So wow. um, in order to get my my art credit, I had to join choir because I couldn't play. I didn't want to play. Um, I didn't want to have to buy an instrument. It wasn't that I didn't want to play an instrument. It's that no, it's I couldn't afford. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't afford to buy an instrument, so I had to join choir to get my art credit because I was in a very small school, and so there were all of the art classes were all taught by her, um, and then there were music classes. That's it. Those were your options. Um, So I joined choir, and uh, uh, we were required to audition for solos and stuff Mm -hmm. um, for uh, uh, concerts, and uh, I remember that I got a solo um which was weird and you know i never really considered myself a singer and so like i thought that was very strange and i like kind of exciting and i was like really proud of myself and especially considering it was like a thing that i wasn't really like i I wasn't serious about so it wasn't it, it was just a very strange the whole thing was very strange and i i was like very on edge about it in that like i felt like a like a like i was you know faking it or whatever right, you know what like i mean like imposter like, syndrome a little bit yeah totally totally imposter syndrome right where i was like oh i i shouldn't all of these other people want to be singers i don't want to be a singer i shouldn't have this solo but like my my choir teacher was like adamant that i was the best person for it and so i did it um but he had a lot of siblings and one of his siblings was in the choir that was at the concert and so he was there and then when i sang my solo sort of like um like uh uh uh, uh, uh what is it? buzz style in home alone 2 like <laughs> it's like i started my solo and he from the audience started like squeaking his voice like to like imitate what he thought my singing was um like, you know, like really loud so everyone could hear it. Like just go like while I was trying to sing. Um, oh, okay. And and yeah, it was like it was like a lot of shit like that That's where it, it was just like it was just like a constant thing of just like 
like just constantly trying to put me down and ruin like moments that meant a lot to me and uh and and you know like making fun of me like when i had bands he would um like go to my gigs and and sit in the stand in the front row and make fun of me the entire show um, wow yeah yeah like relentless this guy was relentless what was what was the span of time was this high school or was high this school like high school three years. years three, three well years. three years because i i went to a different school when i was a freshman so yes, yes. um yeah Man, so three you, so to me three this years reminds me more more of a draco malfoy harry potter bullying and less of a draco yeah. malfoy neville longbottom type bullying right yeah it was definitely more more in that range but um right. I want to show everyone why this kid sucks the way I think this kid sucks. Yeah. And not yeah. so much like you're soft and I know that I can do this and you're not going to fight back. Yeah. No, he knew that I, he couldn't do that because um, other kids had tested me in that realm and uh, yeah. uh, it didn't, it, they did not succeed. Um, <laughs> but uh, 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 not to say that I like, pe- yeah, I beat the shit out of him. I put him <laughs> in the hospital. No, yeah. not to, not to say that, but it's just that like when they would try and pick on me and I would I would fight back and then and then they would just be like, oh, 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 oh OK, you know, like yeah, it would, it would be sure. a thing where I would just sort of catch them by surprise and then they would like act like we were wrestling, you know, like like, oh, it was all <laughs> good fun, you know, yeah, we're just um, talking, yeah, hey, man, chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely like one of those one of those situations. And then they they'd never fuck with me again. And so yeah. he knew that he couldn't pull that trigger. Because um, it wasn't going to work on me. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, he might, he might, he might say something about what I'm insecure about. Because yeah. you know, like high schoolers are ruthless, and I remember that was when I was at my most kind of like, oh yeah, like freaking Lenny Bruce, Zach, yeah, Zach Alfinak. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna, I don't give a shit. Say something. I'll say something to you back, motherfucker. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's God. It's so weird. It's so it sucks. It sucks that everyone kind of has to go through that gauntlet. I guess the one the thing that I regret the most is I regret not being kinder to the people that were also getting it. Uh-huh. That I could see, I could see other kids getting it worse than I did, and I regret not reaching out to them outside of my comfort zone and being like, "Hey, that was bullshit. You don't deserve that. You're a person." Yeah. Because at the time I was so much. I mean, we we were young. We were some we were we were focused on the survival of the self. Sure. Uh, my, my thing was that I always befriended those people. Um, Mm -hmm. and then they would make friends with people who they perceived were cooler than me. And then, and then drop me as a friend, like, Oh shit. They would just like, stop hanging out with me. And it was like, it would be like, I had, I had a guy, um, actually reach out to me, uh, like just last month, they like, like, like Instagram DM me and they were like, Hey, I just want you to know that like, when I think back on high school, like you were one of the best friends I ever had and I didn't appreciate that and I mistreated you and I'm really sorry wow. because now whenever I think about high school, I think about the times that we were friends and I regret ending that earlier than I should have. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus, wow. Uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> like it was Isn't like it, really weird. <laughs> isn't that crazy? The, the real estate that you occupy in other people's brains or memories yeah. that you don't you don't foresee or you don't think about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I get you know, it, it was it was a thing that I was I was doing. I think I think because I was a latchkey kid, um, mm-hmm. I think that I was a little more mature, just slightly, 
more sure. mature than most of the other guys that I knew in high school. Mm-hmm. I also think it's why I had I ended up like dating so much was because um I wasn't you know laughing at like the R word and like sure you know making fun of autistic kids and 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 like yeah, you I don't see know. the hair more evolved, the hair more self reliant. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't jumping off of roofs, uh, like <laughs> just to see if I could, you know, like yeah. I, I just wasn't one of those kids, and so, like, I think that's why, like, girls wanted to date me in high school, right? Um, yeah, because a lot of kids that are more sheltered are more like nothing can hurt me, or they want to find out, well, what can hurt me because I'm so sheltered and protected. Yeah, or they just do it because they like the attention that they get for doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. But, but, uh, yeah, so like, I, I, I think because I was slightly more mature than, than everyone else, still incredibly immature. I mean, I'm so embarrassed by most of the things that I ever did in high school. Of course um, but, but yeah, exactly. But, um, uh, uh, I, I think that that maturity, um, allowed me to do things like, see someone who was being bullied or hurt and, and decide that like, oh, I should befriend them. Like having that sort of emotional empathy that, that, um, that, yeah. that, uh, uh, maturity, I guess, um, mm-hmm. of, of seeing something in, in those people, uh, and not just being like, Ooh, well, I better stay away from them because they look like they're really <laughs> getting, um, yeah, the kind of, <laughs> kind of Ralph even Christmas story mentality. Right. Right. Uh, and I think, I think that, uh, you know, it was also the side effect of that was also that like I got um, uh, sort of emotionally thrown around a lot, I think, in, in high school, because um, I think people ca- could kind of thought that I could take it, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so Gosh. anyway, bullies are bullies. Bullies are terrible. No, bullies uh, are terrible. I hope uh, I don't know. I hope I hope it's so weird. It's so interesting. I mean, from the outside looking in, it seems like bullying is sort of morphed. Where I don't know. It seems like to me the 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 bully has sort of become the internet. Yeah. And now like I'm more worried about a 13, 14 year old posting a silly video on the on Twitter just to make their friends laugh and having forty five year old strangers calling them names and saying that they're stupid and that like they 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 deserve to kill themselves. Right. In like a fun Rick and Morty haha way. And not right. knowing that they're causing like real trauma, right? Well, not caring. Yeah, not yeah, not caring. Not not, not caring that that's what they're doing. You know? Yeah, because um, it's funny. It's all a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bullies, man. Bullies. <laughs> Were you bullied, good listeners? <laughs> Please it, share your uh, your uh, your emotional trauma because. And it's following up past trauma can lead to inadequate coping <laughs> strategies. <laughs> and it's and it, it really sucks from from Peter's perspective the fact that oh, this person has occupied so much space in my brain. Like he remembers everything. He hasn't forgotten any of it because right. he's able to whip all these memories up conversationally like that. Right. You know, and it 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 sucks to realize that the space that. That that person you don't occupy that same person's space. That Shane Hawkins hasn't been like, God, I was a real shithead to to Pete. Right. I can't believe I did that. He doesn't even remember. You know, it's why I'm like, I'm always on the side of like, there's a there's a fear part of me that's like, maybe don't tell that girl that you always liked them in high school or college because they probably they haven't thought once about you. Right. You don't matter to them. They're you're right. gone. You don't even just just 
be a shark. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think <laughs> I think my my uh, in general, I think that's kind of my rule of thumb is that I just generally gen, like generally believe that most people don't give a shit about me. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I where I settle too, for yeah. better or for worse. Yeah, it's why I think it's why I I um you know, the people that I do believe are my friends and who do care about me, I think it's why I'm so loyal to them. Um yeah. is is because like I I just I don't uh I just assume I'm like so grateful that anyone cares that uh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, you know, I want to keep them around. So. Yeah. And to the point where I'm, I'm sometimes I'm surprised when people then reach out to me, like your friend reached out to you, right? Your former friend, they're like, Oh wow. People I don't think about, think about me. That's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. It's, well, <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Well, it, it's sad to think about well, what, what do you think of the other musketeers listening to Peter's story and being like, Oh shit! I didn't realize it was that bad. Or oh wow, I'm just now remembering it was that bad. I don't think they knew it was that bad. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was something that he was dealing with and wasn't telling them about it because he was kind of ashamed by it. Sure, because it's, it's embarrassing. It's emasculating. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think when he was with them, he just wanted to have a good time. Like he he was kind of pulling a Gary. You know. In a way, yeah. Um, that he he was like, oh, this, this, like it, it, hanging out with these guys is my oasis, like my yeah. my uh, my my you know break from the hell that is my life. Yeah, I, I, I definitely remember that. You know, finding my group and finding my my handful of people that embrace the parts of myself that I was insecure about. Yeah, you know, we're like, no, that's why we like you. You know. Yeah. Like, but then, it, but then, you know, and it goes to show you, it, it sort of shows you that, like, they weren't as good of friends as Gary remembers them being. No, they were just normal kids. They weren't, yeah. they, they weren't like Stephen King, you know, stand by me characters. No, no, not at all. Um, and in fact, I think more often than not, those group of friends like that, that group of friends, they don't exist. They're not real. Um, I think as far as like kids go, you know. Right. Like I, I just don't think the kids are capable of of sharing at such a deep emotional level because they're afraid of what their friends are going to think of them. Sure, vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Being vulnerable in front of people um, requires a level of trust that I think that a lot of kids just inherently don't have. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad um, kids are watching Steven Universe now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah, hanging out with the crystal gems that makes sense. Yeah, they don't judge you. Yeah, they don't judge you. They don't even know what humans really are, kind of barely. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's minute thirty four. Uh, I I I you know I I think that uh, I think this was uh, depressing enough of an episode. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're I, really I running that. the gamut this week. <laughs> we're all I over the know. place. I've never thought about the idea of us having younger listeners. I don't know if they're out there, but yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you're I don't know. I hope I hope you know that it's okay to be uh to be to be vulnerable with the people that are around you that you know you have people that care about you and uh if Yeah, if you can't are, be if you can't be vulnerable with your friends, if you if you don't trust that you can be vulnerable with them, if you don't trust that they won't make fun of you or whatever, then, you know, maybe look at your family and and try to be vulnerable with one of them i know it's hard 
I, I hated being vulnerable when I was in high school. I remember that. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I don't love it now, but I know that it's necessary. So mm-hmm. um, anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the people that bully, because, you know, bullying extends into adulthood, you know, at work or whatever, back in the before times. And I, right. I, hope, uh, I hope you know that, uh, you know, that, that nine, ten times out of ten that says more about the person doing the bullying than it does about you. Right. Right. You are actually a, a perfectly normal, worthwhile being. And that person has their own shit that they are unfortunately choosing to use as a weapon against you. Right. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, uh, duallygenre.com slash merch. Yeah. Public. Yeah. Get your t-shirts. Don't, you know, don't be, don't be self-conscious. I used to be really self-conscious about wearing, like, I used to envy people who could wear like Dr. Who or like Dr. Horrible's clothes in high school. Cause I'm like, no, then they'll know you idiot. <laughs> will know what you are <laughs> dress like a kid in a movie just like yeah. wear a blank shirt and a blank jeans and a jacket and the, yeah you know. i just uh i just uploaded a bunch of uh new designs i re-uploaded all of our back to the future minute stuff because they, they had, it had been taken down by universal um because i made the mistake of uh of uh tagging them with back to the future um so uh, now they're just well, tagged with podcast. So well, they were lashing out against you for uh, choosing to not show any Universal movies at their theaters. <laughs> oh or, yeah, or, right. Or they were, yeah, they were mad about no, not AMC. <laughs> well, we're ruined. Uh, anyway, it's all back up, um, and we I added uh, the the World's End season uh, stuff. So oh, cool. Yeah, you can get a shirt with. Uh, Nick and I on it. You can get a shirt with just the logo on it in the World's End font. Um, so you know all of that's all of that's up there. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff in our store right now. I'm actually um, I'm, I was like looking at it the other day and I was like, wow, we really have put a lot of stuff in here. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so check okay. that out. Dualgenre.com/slash/merch. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute thirty-five. But in the meantime, let's put this. What you do to me What you do to me What you do to me